Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer. I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week we bulk ordered several pallets of yarn and felt in an attempt to infiltrate the dastardly underworld of white supremacists to ensure that another one bites the dust. But before we get into something new, it's time for something old as we check in on our last feature in Box Office Report. Now, last week we released the... Uh, what did we release last it week? It was a, a period piece, uh, political adventure starring right. Salvador Dali, Indeed. set in El Salvador and, and featuring the rare El Salvadorian uh, Emperor uh, Tamarin. Yes, um, uh, simply titled Salvador. Salvador. Yes. Uh, how did that go? How did we go? Really good. Um, great, great. Great reviews. Great box office takings. Yep. We hit a little bit of a snag here. Uh oh. And we're being sued. Oh God! What else is new? I think we've got possibly four or five concurrent lawsuits yeah, going on at the I, moment. I've found that if you ignore them, they go away. <laughs> they actually just kind of pile up. Uh, sound legal advice here on Movie <laughs> Film Studios. We're being sued by a little film that came out not too long ago called Mordecai. The one with Johnny Depp. The, the Johnny Depp is a foppish, um, globe-trotting yep. person with yep. a curly moustache who yep. gets embroiled in some sort of scheme. Okay. It does sound quite similar to ours, and they're suing us for... Uh, for copyright infringement, for for similarities. The issue is we can't mount a legal defense against it because to do so, we'd have to watch the film to see if it was similar (laughs) and no one can sit through it. It's impossible. It turns out Mordecai actually has several like lawsuits against many other films and they just, they're unable to mount legal defenses because it's so unwatchable that no one can figure out if it's similar or not to their film. I really think that we should take it to court anyway because they are saying that we copied their film but like, as you said, no one's watched it. Exactly. So how can you copy something you've never never seen before? No one's seen that film. No one wanted to see that film. I don't even think the actors that were in it went to the... Pre- was there a premiere? I couldn't tell you. I, try, I, I tried to read the synopsis of Mordecai <laughs> on Wikipedia. It doesn't exist. And I just got so bored. It doesn't like, exist, though, because yeah. no one's watched it. It's like, yeah, it's just like Mordecai is a film. It's like, what's it about? And it's just blank. <laughs> it's just gone. Uh, it's They've based it solely on the trailer, and that's it. And yeah. you know what? It's probably been written by, like, one of Google's algorithms for... <laughs> <laughs> for like their AI bots or whatever they've just watched the trailer like five or six times and then thought yeah this seems like it could be the plot we'll stick it up on Wikipedia so yeah I don't know I feel like we should take them to court I mean I know our best practice is to just ignore lawsuits until they go away but yeah. I think we should uh, fight this one I, I think I, th- I feel so aggrieved <laughs> like, just the your honour who in their right mind yeah. saw this film oh case closed yeah, exactly. Um, so that's uh, that's the box office report for this week. All right, on to this week in trailers. And first trailer for you today is Bohemian Rhapsody, the biopic of uh, Queen, the band Queen, yeah. starring Rami Malek and directed by, well, a, a couple of directors, actually. There's okay. a sort of very well-publicized uh, um Departure of director Brian Singer was, uh, I think, fired or walked away oh, from really? the project about I- halfway through it, uh, and it's also directed by Dexter Fletcher, um, who from is from the Guy Ritchie films. Sure, <laughs> I think we need to call the Academy. I, I know there's someone called Dexter Fletcher. I'm pretty sure he was in like Lockstock and um, and Snatch and those ones. So uh, yeah, no, you're right. He appeared in Guy Ritchie's Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. So yes, there you go. Um, so, yeah, uh, this has been sort of, yeah, as I said, uh, long in production. It previously was starring Sasha Baron Cohen in the role of uh, Freddie Mercury and would have been 
kind of a great casting, actually, just yeah. based on the look, um, but is now being played by Rami Malek, um, who is in, I believe, what's the... Um, the computer hacking The computer one. hacking one. Robots? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I, I think he also plays the son in Night at the Museum. Okay. Who is caused, cursed to come back alive because of the statue, and that's ah, what causes all okay. the antics. Right. So. so a former child actor... Uh, now, not now. child actor. It's like no. he's still, still like a nineteen, twenty-year-old guy oh, as, okay. the, as the prince of uh, Egypt. Yeah, fair enough. So, if you're a fan of those two genres, the computer hacking eye robots <laughs> and and the <laughs> the things that come to life, uh, you will definitely <laughs> love the Queen biopic. <laughs> this this film looks good. The trailer looks really good. Uh, I again, I was sort of ready to cast it off and toss it away, considering all the bad press that it gotten. But um, it looks pretty interesting they seem to have nailed uh the casting they all look pretty similar yeah. to their real life counterparts all the music is there so it's obviously licensed they didn't have to go Costuming down the streaming <laughs> sets look <laughs> yeah. like like yeah, re- yeah really well done yeah so i'm assuming it's sort of probably centered around or i suppose that the uh overarching um or the arc rather is the creation of the song bohemian rhapsody but i'm assuming it also goes into the life and death of, of freddie mercury, uh, freddie mercury the, as the well. trailer definitely says um nothing is more astounding than his story and it's yeah. quite clearly the story of freddie mercury rather than yeah. the rise and fall of, i'm not, I'm not sure if queen really ever fell but like no in terms of like yeah the the arc and the the different music styles and um yeah uh fashion styles that they all seem to go through <laughs> back in the 70s um I'm very interested. I've been a huge Queen fan since mm. I was about 10. I think one of the first CDs I ever got was Queen's Greatest Hits. Nice. Um, and I never really went learnt too much about <laughs> uh, about them as a band, so it'd be interesting to see yeah. how that goes. I'm, I'm definitely interested. So, um, Interesting note here from the uh, Academy. Um, Queen guitarist Brian May and drummer Roger Taylor are uh, producers on this film, so it has, the suppose, their... Stamp of approval if a producer means anything in this world of but Hollywood filmmaking. Bassist wasn't really interested in going on. Who's the bassist for Queen? Uh, oh, jeez. You're pushing me here. Um, You're not on a John third. Deacon. John Deacon. Yes. Yeah. yeah, John Deacon actually, he walked. Let's go into Queen trivia, shall we? Um, once uh, Freddie Mercury passed away and the band kind of wasn't sure what to do, I believe that uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor were keen on like continuing Queen on, and they have to this day, but John Deacon just didn't want a bar of it yeah. and uh, absolutely said, no, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore because Freddie Mercury kind of was Queen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he sort of vanished into the ether. I'm not sure where he is now. He might be dead. I don't know. Uh, no, still alive. My mistake. <laughs> okay, see that film uh, sometime later this year. October. There you go. Extra information for you. Okay, film number two. Let's go with um, something a bit different in The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy and uh, directed by Brian Henson. Yeah. Now, if that name sounds moderately familiar to you, that is because it is the son of Jim Henson. Jim Henson. So this comes from a studio called... Uh, Henson, Henson Alternative. Alternative? alternative? Al- yeah. It's alternative? either Alternative or Alternate. One of the two. And it's supposed to be the adult humour um, Muppets-style thing. There's lots of sex and death jokes here. Yeah. And this is apparently the like a film that only you could only do if it was targeted at an audience. It's got a bit of a, a um, murder mystery sort of vibe to it. Yeah. There's police, uh, a partnership between Melissa McCarthy and a, a puppet. And they go around, they go through a world where puppets cohabitate with humans. Yep. And uh, someone's going around serial killing uh, the puppets for, for whatever reason. They've got to get to the bottom of it. And 
adult humor ensues. The detective is a womanizer who's having sex with a puppet in his office and yep. ejaculates silly string all over the walls. Yeah. Joel McHale is the head of the FBI who's they're trying to liaise with and it it's it's crass. It's incredibly crass uh humor. Uh kind of similar. I mean I felt like they were going to go down the sort of Avenue Q route with yep. it, but they've gone instead for something that is, like, stupidly juvenile and, just, yeah. Just, I was kind of hoping for, like, a Who Framed Roger yeah, Ramjet. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I almost said Roger Ramjet. <laughs> <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, vibe where it's, it is kind of adult. It's kind of film noir. You still yeah. have characters that you know interacting with humans in the real world for a kind of all right story this yeah. is just not that at all no i was very excited when i'm like puppets with humans with adult murder mystery cop thing and then the melissa mccarthy humor i'm not a fan of yeah the the really crass bad jokes in this if like normally you watch a trailer and you're like oh this looks pretty funny and you go yeah. to the cinema and they're the best jokes in the film and the rest of it is bad yeah none of the jokes in no, the trailer they're are all good. bad they're all horrible and i was so excited <laughs> for this and I it was, was such too. a letdown i was too look I, I i think i've mentioned before on this podcast that i am a bit of a puppeteer outside of my yeah. work as a hollywood film producer um and every single puppet in this trailer plays a prostitute, yeah. I, I noticed. And they always have the same, like, joke, which is, like, talking to Melissa McCarthy as if she has a dick. And yeah. they just want to, like, suck it for, They like, think she's a money. dude. That's, oh, you, pay, which, you can pay me and have sex with me. Yeah. Like, what? what? It, it's the kind of, like, the most dull kind of, like, adult puppet humor you can do. It's just like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to have the puppets have sex with humans? Oh. No, just it, it. This is this is terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if there's more in this film that the trailer isn't revealing yet for whatever reason, then yeah, maybe. But uh, for all intents and purposes, this film will be garbage. Uh, so don't see that in August this year. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, last film for this week's episode is. Uh, I don't really know how to pronounce this, but uh, basically it's Black Klansman. Uh, with a K in the middle, so that it's KKK. Yeah, so they've they've used the last letter of black. Yep, and then they've put in a small little K, and then the first letter of Klansman. So the the three letters in the middle. I think you would just pronounce it Black Klansman. Yes, and it's just a clever little. We've done this so many times. <laughs> it's like Nile Nine and stripped and striped, <laughs> yep. and where it's like the the formatting on the poster doesn't actually read as anything. Yeah, it's the sevens of it. <laughs> Of, exactly. um, of movie titles. Exactly. Uh, I had some... I, I really didn't have any expectations going no. into this trailer, but it turns out this is quite an interesting film. Uh, it looks it, it's great. Se- yeah, semi-comedic with a little bit of drama thrown in there uh, and directed by Spike Lee. Yeah. Uh, so this is not just sort of a slapdash kind of like, let's just take pot shots at the KKK kind of thing. No. Um, but basically the, the premise of this story is that a young black rookie cop, cop yeah. I guess, um, decides to team up with a sort of senior um, uh, police officer. Yeah, grizzled and bitted. I mean, yeah. it's Adam Driver, so he's not that senior. Yeah. But he's definitely like, this is a job and it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And the young black rookie cop is like, don't you like hate hate it? Don't you hate the, yeah. the prejudice every single day? Don't you like itch to fight against it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. basically like these two team up to sign up for the KKK playing the one character or the one person yeah uh so the rookie cop calls the kkk and plays this guy on the phone yeah and then adam driver plays that that guy same character when he's interacting in the real yes. life with um uh with the kkk so there's yeah. two um two policemen are playing the one 
um, undercover agent mm-hmm. uh, and trying to sort of stir up, yes. uh, you know, find out what's going on. It's really slick. It's really smooth. Yep. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They've, you've got this sort of like white power versus black power. Yep. You have um, people in sort of fish out of water uh, situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, so you, it's Spike Lee directed it. It could, it has a very Edgar Wright feel to how yeah, sort of. Yeah, super s- fun. So yeah, this film is set in the 60s. So not at the height of the KKK's kind of uh, prominence in American history is sort of like the oh brother where art thou time period um, but it features the uh, the notorious grand wizard David Duke who's played by Topher Grace in this particular one so there's a an actual real life context to this film I don't know if it's based on a true story or not I don't think so but um, it, it's not quite the let's just make fun of the KKK and, and so on it actually does have a bit of a serious message to it as well but Plenty of levity, plenty of fun, plenty of great visuals and, and awesome music as well. So, yeah. yeah, I just, this could be a lot of fun. It was, and, and you mentioned this after we watched the trailers, there was a film where we're like, uh, puppets in a murder mystery, so on board for that with that concept, Yeah, uh, definitely going to go see it, and the film is rubbish, and it's like, black KKK, I'm like, I'm not sure <laughs> about the subject material, I probably won't see it. And then it turns out to look absolutely fantastic, yeah. I'm very excited yeah. about I, actually going I and watching this film. I absolutely want to go see this film. Uh, so yeah, see that uh, sometime, actually very soon, very soon this year. There you go. Alrighty, those are the three trailers for this episode. But before we do anything with them, of course, we need to take a quick walk over to the green room. Alright, so I believe you chose last week. I did indeed. This week, first a little bit of a recap. We have a biopic of a... Uh, 70s rock, or any sort of period piece, fashion, uh, a very rock band world famous rock band with lots of costumes and lots of music yep. and lots of characters playing people that you've seen in the real world. Yep. We have a puppets inhabit the real world in an adult uh, context. Yep. And we have a another sort of period piece, uh, racial tension, um, but sort of very slick, cool. Yeah, with uh, a humorous twist. Humorous twist. What are you thinking? It's um, a really good question. Mm. I want to do the puppets. Do you? Oh. I, I really want to do the puppets. Uh, Fans of this show will know that uh, we used to have a collection of uh, puppet-based characters called the Puppums, uh, and we created a particular film based on Homer's Odyssey, I believe it was called. Yeah. Uh, it was a very Puppums Odyssey, but we lost that. We lost, we lost the rights to the characters themselves. Yes. Now, here's my suggestion, is that... None of the Muppets actually appear in this film. No, because... So this is a Jim Henson company film. Sorry yeah. to jump in there. But um, they don't hold the rights to the Muppets anymore. Disney does. So this is the thing. We just do um, MFW alternate. Ah, or, or alternative. Puppum's alternative. And we can just do... Like, they're very similar, sure. Yep. Yeah, we yeah, have, we absolutely. Have a, we have a Black Panther character, not yep. called Magellan anymore, it's called something else. <laughs> um, and, and we do uh, an adult contextualised... Okay, and, yep. and, and the issue is, like, the thing where they fill in a really big hole mm. in this Happy Time one is they just went for jokes. They, yeah. I just want, I just want an, like, a legitimate film yep. where puppets and people occupy the world yep. at the same time. Yep. 
So we're going for like hardcore, intense drama. I'm not sure. It could be anything though. Like, uh, yes, probably. Yeah. But and then there's probably like a bit of like wisecracking kind of guy. But it's it's comedy that's derived from like the characters yeah, rather than yeah. the so world. So. I have an idea. So for some reason, uh, the phrase "this year's the Hurt Locker" popped into my mind again. Oh my god! <laughs> Puppets going to war. Yep. Puppet Jarhead. Puppet <laughs> Hurt Locker. Um, yep. Puppet oh, Black Hawk Down. Bla- Puppet Black Hawk Down. Puppet Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Can we make it... I think we need to make it historical as well. I don't really want to jump into a modern war because everything's a bit dicey, but we, you know... You know what? Like, Bohemian Rhapsody, yep. the 70s. Yep. Um, uh, Black Klansman, the 70s. Yep. We're going to Vietnam. Okay. <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, the thing about puppets in, like, going down the Mekong is they just, like, absorb the water... <laughs> And, and, like, their internal stuffing just gets all cloggy and porridgey, <laughs> yep. and it's really nasty. Yeah, so they have to avoid the water as part of the uh, yeah. as part of the tactic. So all, like, all the Viet Cong have to do is splash splash the don't, boats a little don't, bit. Don't think about Half of the Viet Cong are puppets, too. Like, oh, yeah, of course, it's not yeah. It's just, just not just American puppets. So it's a mixture. So it has to be, yeah. like, humans and puppets. Humans and puppets. Uh, tearing each other limb from limb, felt from felt, stuffing from stuffing. Um, I don't know it anything about modern history (laughs) um in any any meaningful way yep like legitimately the most i know about the vietnam war is that like from what i learned from forrest gump and (laughs) that that is like that is not a joke yep um i i don't know all right so maybe we don't do the the like the actual vietnam war because like i actually do know a little bit about it i did study modern history back in the day um and it's quite brutal in it certain is. aspects of it just like most wars but yeah. Uh, yeah exactly but not not enough time has passed i don't think to right. really like go to town with making it so funny. you're suggesting 1870s or yes. 1770s no, <laughs> is this napoleonic yes see if we we start doing like the puppums do napoleonic wars i've seen um uh kermit the frog yeah. wearing that sort of like he did yeah, in yeah, muppet yeah. treasure island it yeah. just starts getting a little bit more yeah i don't know I but don't it know can just be it could be just a war in general so you know uh, i'm thinking of like tropic thunder okay right? so that, that wasn't that, based on any kind of it was vietnam surely it was but it wasn't like the vietnam war no it was just sorry a, it was just a, a war a war in the tropics in, I a, suppose. in the tropics yeah so, so maybe we just take we make up a new war that was it, that, so all we need to do is go what terrain are they fighting yes, is it absolutely. desert is yep. it snow is, is it, it mountains yep. is it underwater underwater is it in the sky <laughs> underwater <laughs> doesn't make any sense uh, in the sky <laughs> i mean you know dog fighting sort of like oh, yeah, yeah. like not turn of the century biplane yep. sort of like um elements yeah i do like the tropics though i mean i love the idea of the the water like not being able to get into the water because yep. they'll soak up all the uh all the moisture um so i think we do need to keep it in the tropics what if it's like uh, like caribbean or something yeah okay yeah so like there's there's some sort of war for the caribbean islands yeah absolutely so <laughs> and that is just like we did with um the puppins do the odyssey yeah is we use it as an excuse to go to, <laughs> to go, like an idyllic exactly. island to finance our own holiday. I mean, it worked for Disney and Pirates of the Caribbean, so yep. why can't it work for us? Uh, okay, great. Because Johnny Depp also did that for the tourist. Is, okay. are, are all of his films just an excuse for a holiday? <laughs> hmm, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Oh. Does that fit in there somehow? I'm sure, I would like to find out if Mordecai is or not. I just, I can't watch no, it. No, it's, it's unwatchable. It's not <laughs> 
okay. right, so we're going going to a, a nice idyllic Caribbean yep, island. Caribbean island. Which for some reason... In the 70s. In the, in the 70s. Yep. So it's, it's being fought over by... Who are the two sides? Um, like, this is an interesting question. Um, so I don't really want to do natives or anything like that because that's pretty racist and it's been done before, actually. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's going to be... I would like to say like two competing empires. Can we... And this is throwing a bit of a spanner in the works. Yep. I like the two competing empires and the, the, the signs there are fine. There's definitely a war going on. Yep. But it's not about the war. Okay. It's about a murder that occurs in one of the camps. Yeah. And suddenly you've got, was it the enemy breaking in to kill someone? Yep. Was it internal fighting? Yep. Was it like a racial pu- uh, okay. puppet versus yep. human kind of thing? I, that's the only thing that I liked about the, the trailer so, there. Yep. So is this kind of like, um, I'm, I'm thinking back, so I'm think, I'm bringing up the modern history here. World War One, the start of that, that's sort of the kickstart of that was the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. So is this what that is? So this is like... No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's that historically important. Okay. It's just like these two people are at war. Yep. And an event happens during like they're camped on opposite sides yep. and you it's sort of like a military police detective has to step in and find out what happens to bring like I think there's a, something similar similar overarching thing in The Hurt Locker yeah. there's um, The General's Daughter is a film with uh, John Travolta yep. um, which has this, like the, the outsider comes in and he's investigating yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think in the in the Jack Reacher films, Jack Reacher's character yep. is that. Um, so, what if it's like a war over a particular resource, like maybe a particular rare exotic animal? I was actually thinking, what if like they're mining, yep. stuffing for puppets. Yeah, the, the, materi- the material that they use to make polyester, the, the the most lush velour <laughs> stuffing or it's something that like the the richest puppets are made from yep, it's a yep, material yep. that has to be harvested yeah it's the unobtainium yeah. uh, unobtainium whatever that stu- we'll come yeah. up with some stupid name for it velorium well. velorium <laughs> no we can't call it that um so yeah okay i like that maybe someone has tainted it as well so yeah. it's like the last remaining store of it um these two competing empires have like whittled it down to this tiny Caribbean island because it's the last, like, storehouse of this material. Yeah. Someone's tainted it. So someone has spoiled the batch and then they have to send in... I reckon they need to send in, like, um, two military police detectives, one from each side. And so it's a bit of, like, an odd couple kind of thing oh, as well. Right, yeah. Where they have to work together despite the fact that they're on opposing sides of the war. Yeah. It's it's buddy a buddy film buddy film yeah um Butch Dacity Butch Dacity and the Come Dance Sid um uh, I spoonerized that horribly um yeah so I, I actually quite like that and is it, it's human versus puppet right absolutely yeah um but yeah but the sides aren't split into humans versus no puppet. it's, it's not. still a mix but our the, two main characters are the envoys that they send yeah. one is a human and one is the puppet. Uh, and they are forced to work together. So the governments of these two empires have said, no, there's a truce, uh, ceasefire on both sides. Yeah. We need to figure out who did this because we, like, this was the whole thing we were fighting for. Do a mystery. That's and it. it's only yep. been two weeks since Girl Stop, Spy Stop, <laughs> Cold Stop, where we did a whodunit murder mystery. I love it. Love it so much. If you've ever read or, or seen the film The Name of the Rose, yep. it's, I, I kind of like that idea where this outsider comes in to yeah. try and so- solve the mystery. There's yeah, some yeah, yep, corporate yep. espionage. I think we, we introduce elements of... They're like it's not warring nations it's warring corporations corporations yep we throw in some of that sure why b- not bullshit that people <laughs> seem to be oh the corporate power is the one to take <laughs> yeah, over yeah, yeah absolutely um, okay I love this and so I think yeah then we can sort of weave in this whole conspiracy th- uh, thread haha <laughs> um, with a like third 
corporation that no one knew about. Maybe it's like a uh, a corporation that um, on the books has nothing to do with uh, like puppet stuffing. Yeah. But like underneath, in hidden in the sort of books underneath the building somewhere, they're actually dealing in like illicit trade of this substance. Yeah. They're, they're like trying to short the. That's right. The, yeah, the, yeah. The stock prices. I, I realize. Try and buy out both of those companies. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I like this world that we've created. We now still have to sort of start coming up with the characters yes. yep. uh, for this. Obviously, we've got our two main characters. Yep. Um, from opposing corporations yep. who are coming in to investigate the mystery. Yep. One's a puppet, one's a human. Yep. So I think what we need to have is I want to have a female puppet. Oh, um, absolutely. The reason being is that I just don't think that we've had really good female puppets. Like, they tend to be caricatures. Very caricatures. Of like yeah. groupies or um, yep. drama queens. In, in the hop, happy I'm, I'm, town I'm thinking more, if you look at the Muppets, yep. like Miss Piggy, uh, is it like she's she's got a very defined characteristic? Like Kermit's, yeah. Kermit's the everyman; he's like sort of fits in there. Yep. But Miss Piggy has to be like the drama queen. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at um the the t- mad tooth gold. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. The doctor teeth. Yeah, uh, and, and there's just a groupy kind of character in there, yep. and she doesn't have a personality. Yeah, there's very. Where's where is? I mean, obviously we did it so tastefully with the original Puppets. Yes. Um. How do we do it here? Well, I don't know, because we don't need to necessarily stick with animal-based puppets either, so we could go for more human, yeah, humanoid the way. And then they did that a little bit with um, with the Happy Time yeah. uh, film, is they're, they're sort of human-esque, but obviously with the, the blue skin and the yeah, co- yeah. colourful nose, you're kind of Grovers or... Um, yeah, yeah, yep. All right, great. So uh, her name is Samantha. Yeah. Uh, Samantha uh, Strelinsky. Yeah. Um, she is uh, physically very tall. Okay. Like, supremely tall. Like, Is that taller than a person or is it just tall for a puppet? Because, like, no, traditionally, puppets are, like, half human height yeah. because you have to have people on their knees with yep. one hand up controlling. Like, <laughs> so is she, like... I, I I don't know I don't know why I just kind of want to have the her puppet to be, like, eight feet tall so all the hum- humans have to be on stilts. So it's like a role reversal. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's so impractical. I know. But, like, if there's anything that we've done a lot and it's impractical special effects... There's no need for it to be a puppet if it's <laughs> if it's bigger than a human. It could just be... A, it's, then it's just got a costume. There's a <laughs> massive, if it's, like, eight feet tall. It's a massive difference between a puppet and a costume. All right, all right. Let's go back to, like... All right, I'll go back on my idea then. We'll make it, like, a normal-sized puppet. Uh, so half half human height. Yep. Um, and she is. Uh, what type of character shall she play? I think I think she's very um, just driven, driven like uh, career driven. Yep. She's she works hard. She's recognised mm. for the work she puts in. This is a, a tough assignment, and they've given it to the best and most competent person so, who works in this corporation yep. to actually get to the bottom of. Yep. Um, so we go may, against may, type. Yeah. May, maybe secretly the corporation's setting her up to fail. Yeah. But she's just, she's too yep. on the ball to... Yep. Um, so, so she's kind of like Simon Pegg's character in Hot Fuzz. Yes. Very yep. like, yep. yeah. Absolutely. On the ball, um, by, by the focused. Book, yep. Focused, um, athletically gifted. Yep. She follows everything through to perfection. Absolutely. Um, and, and... Trained in like Krav Maga. Yep. Um, is a... Firearms. Yep. Absolutely. Um, flying World War Two style biplanes. <laughs> I mean, I'm... <laughs> whatever. So we're whatever absolutely going to have that, yeah, yeah. I really want World War II style like, biplane we, dogfight No, no, because, like, because it's set in the Caribbean and this is the 70s, so it's just leftover stuff from World War Two. Yeah, exactly. That just crash-landed there. 
I don't know. Given if... up biplanes by World War Two. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, they're leftovers from World War One. World War One, exactly. Yeah, there's some tiger moths. I <laughs> yep. think that's a biplane. Yep, fl- flying around. Um, yeah, maybe like the the end, well, sort of like the final scenes of the final act of the film is like that shady third corporation sort of rears its head, um, and the one piece of technology they've developed is like an EMP, like the very yeah. world's first EMP, yes. knocks out Absolutely. like all the technology there. So now the like the uh, hard boiled kind of uh, Samantha Strelinsky yep. and her human partner have to use like World War One s uh, World War One era biplanes to infiltrate the uh, secret headquarters yep. of this corporation, which is based in the Caribbean. Like I've, the whole thing was just it's, yeah. structured to like to be there. I I have a second character, yes. and I also have an actor for it. All right, we've got take, again taking uh, inspiration from. Um, uh, Black Klansman, where yep. you have the the young up and coming go getter, yep. and then you have to have the grizzled, yeah, yeah, embittered. Yeah. Um, I've seen this a million times before, yep. and it's George Clooney. George, yes, and he's just like we haven't actually had him in our films in a no. ever or in a long while. No, we've had him in there every time we do an Ocean's Eleven stuff. Yeah. He's in there. It's true. Like he was a brilliant Cretaceous as well. Yeah, he was. <laughs> anyway, I take back that we've never cast him before. <laughs> we've cast um, him many and, times. And he's so. We'll get, see if we can get him to put on a bit of weight as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yep. He hasn't hasn't done that for a role. He's sort of no. maintained his physique all the way through no. his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's probably smoking and he's just like also very a very very good investigator yep. but he's seen the way the corporate world works yep. and he knows that even if he solves this yeah. no one's going to know that he did it yep. it's probably having solved it going to be worse for the world than yep. if he'd just sort of let it be yeah. so like you've got that sort of dynamic between yeah. the two of I them I also like the idea that maybe he's just a little bit racist as well like he just doesn't like the fact that he's teamed up with a is uh, it puppetist? a puppet a like, puppetist, yeah. He's just he doesn't like the fact he's teamed up with a puppet uh, partner. Uh, in the same way that like Bright, that was the whole like yeah, exactly orc with a human partner. That as was cops. that was very on the nose about being about racism. This yeah. is not about racism. No, at it's all. not. It he, just sort of happens to be. He just doesn't like puppets. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bad experience with them once. Um, okay, great. So uh, let's think. Now, The I think what we also need, we need like a shadowy CEO of the third corporation yep. um, who's sort of like the machination of everything. So the one that's sort of pulling all the strings, so to speak. Um, <laughs> you are just so full of puns today. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think that character needs to be a human puppet hybrid. Oh yeah, like someone who's like lost their arm yeah, in the yeah. war and yeah. had it replaced with I think like a, mul- a synthetic yep. stuffing. No, arm. I think multiple limbs. Multiple limbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it needs to be. He needs, or he or she needs to have been like bifurcated at some point. Yeah, and it's sort of like forty percent puppet and sixty percent human. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we, we can rebuild. We can rebuild, and we have the technology. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, I really. I, and it's and it's like that is the big reveal at the end. Like you assume that they're fully human all the way through. Yeah, but they're and which which way have they gone? Yeah, is it a puppet who, who has um, hybridized human parts on yeah. there, or is it a human who's hybrid? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, oh, I. What was your origin? Are you were you human once, or were you puppet once, or were you even two separate hybrid yeah. human puppets? Yeah. who then formed one yes. full hybrid human? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, this is great. All right, who should play this uh, hybrid character? I want it to be Christopher Lloyd. 
Yeah. Because, like, sort of, like, somewhat reprising. Like, was when you find out of this Christopher Lloyd, you're like, yeah. oh, is he going to be secretly a cartoon character? I <laughs> like Doctor Doom from uh, yeah. New Frank. Sorry for the spoils there. But. I, I actually kind of wanted to introduce cartoon characters into this world as well. Really? So you, okay. ha- you have puppets, you have yep. humans, yep. and then there's the third cartoon organization with these yeah. cartoon characters. Yeah, because Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit was sort of like this big landmark deal between Disney and Warner Brothers it to have like. Happen it again. will never happen. Well, it will happen again when Disney buys, buys Warner Brothers. Yeah. But uh, for the time, and I think that was like 1989, it was like a huge thing to have the Warner Brothers characters interacting directly with Disney characters. So maybe this is like the next step. It's not only. We're somehow going to have to get the rights to Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and all yeah. that and Bugs Bunny. And they'll interact with our puppets as well. I reckon we just make up our own characters. Do you know make how much own? like right. legalese there was in there for like the the two, two to screen second time. screen yeah. time of each of those characters yep. had to be walked worked out by lawyers over yep. like so like and it was literally like they were sitting there counting the frames. Yep, and, um, and, and lines of dialogue as well. Who, yeah. got, who got the first lines? Who was last seen? Yep. I think in the end someone is the last seen character, but they don't get any extra lines. Yep. And, and it's it's insane. This I think- is this is such a huge production now. I mean, do we just make knockoff versions of those characters, or do we are we making a hundred percent original creations? Because if we're doing like we're saying that the puppets are human style puppets yep are the cartoon characters then also human style cartoon human style cartoon, cartoon characters, characters. Okay. I mean it's uh, the cartoon characters always tend to be a little bit more um, uh, anthropomorphic yeah. animal sort of people yep there's a, a I don't know if you've ever seen um, Last Action Hero I haven't but I do want to see it it is a really really good film and like in the movie universe mm. They have and like and it's, it's supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger franchise and they're up to sort of like you know loaded cannon for yep. I can't actually remember what the series sure. is called. There is an animated police detective <laughs> who works in the department yes. with them, which is like really really great. And I really want to sort of bring that in, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just like yeah, like puppet, puppets exist, yeah. animated characters exist in this world. We as haven't well. done like that. We haven't seen a good like cartoon crossover film for a while, like since Space Jam. Since yeah. well, yeah, I mean like. Warner Brothers did a few like Looney Tunes ones after. Like, do you remember that one with Brendan Fraser? By any chance? Monkey Bone? Mo- no, it was. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen a good like. And I want to do two D animated. I'm sick of seeing Absolutely. like three D animated characters because like that's that's logical. That could make sense in the real world. Two D characters that's do just, not make just sense. Just CG graphics yeah. in film. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So um, proper like hand drawn, cell animated, animated yeah. like cartoon characters interacting in this. Maybe they're the third corporation. Exactly. There's a there's a triumvirate. Like we're gonna have to introduce a third corporation. Like we we did. There's a third secret corporate corporate yep. um thing here. But I think now there's three people. <laughs> there's three detectives and three rival companies on the Caribbean island. So there's four companies in total. There's then. there's yeah there's three known and one secret one. That's right. Okay, great. And the secret may oh well, now the secret one's going to have to be a hybrid of all three. I think so. I think the secret one is it, it is the Disney style thing yeah. where they've actually just bought up all the other companies. <laughs> like why are we rivals against one another yeah. if we have the one big parent com- and that, again that's a, a commentary yeah, exactly. on um cuz I think like if you break it down, there's just five companies. It's <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola, it Amtel, who owns yep. like almost everything, and then Disney owns almost everything else. Yep. And like there's the, and like you're like, oh yeah, we work in rival companies. No, no, you just don't buy the same people. Yeah. All the money is funneling into one spot. Exactly. Um, and that's that's the the big sort of overtone here. So if we've got George Clooney playing the grizzled human, yep. and Samantha Stravinsky um, playing the uh, up and coming go get him uh, yep. uh, corporate. Uh, well, the, the detective. Detective. Uh, yep. um, who's the animated animal character? Is he the wild card? 
Is this the oh. like oh, cartoon wild card's probably a bit predictable, right? Yeah. Um I mean I like the idea of like a wise kraken dog. A wise cracking dog. <laughs> it's, voiced it's, by voiced by Will Arnett. I can't. We can't have Will Arnett. He he plays the voice of too many dogs. We, we had the. I'm not sure if it was we had the conversation on air, but he's the voice of um, Lego Batman, obviously. Yes. And then he's also the voice of the bad guy in the Justice no, no, Justice the League. Lung, yeah, the, the um, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. The Teen yeah. Titan movies. I'm like, you can't do the hero and the bad guy in the same yeah. DC universe. Yeah. Having said that. Um, Josh Brolin is, <laughs> is Cable in Deadpool 2 yes. and Thanos in, um, in the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans is Captain America yep. and the Human Torch. Yep. Peter Dinklage plays like the Prime Minister or the President in Days of Future Past yep. and also uh, a giant um, space uh, blacksmith <laughs> in the Avengers as well. Okay. Like it's, um, it's, it's getting to a point where we're running out of actors who can yep. play yep. multiple people <laughs> in multiple different universes. Maybe the dog's just voiced by George Clooney. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's, it's, it's that much of a crossover that we... Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's not like the dog, like in the story, like the canon of the story, it's not like the dog was cloned no. from George Clooney. No, it's a completely separate, completely unrelated character, but it is voiced by George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he is he is a wisecracking dog he type. Yes, absolutely a wisecracking dog type, yep. So, he's, he's sort of somewhat reprising his fantastic Mr. Fox type uh, character. Yeah, but he's too calm in that film. I want him to yeah. be zany. He, he is, he is like, a bit of a wild card, isn't he? He is, It yeah. is a bit of a predictable thing for an animated thing, but that's that's where you get a lot of the characterization and yeah. movement of him being... Not He doesn't necessarily have the, yep. has the Tasmanian devil no. like, and spin, but he's definitely bouncing all over the place a those, little bit. He gives the moments of levity that this film would need because those two characters, one is serious yeah. by the books, the other one's sort of like it all is a bit sick of everything so you, you don't can, have anyone that's but you drop. can imagine yeah that that wild card character is the one who drives them both the wrong way exactly because he doesn't play by the rules exactly. and he's got too much energy yep. it's, it's perfect i love it so there's our cast george clooney playing two characters a as yet unnamed puppeteer for uh, samantha strelinsky and uh, Christopher Lloyd, I don't even know if Christopher Lloyd's acting anymore. He's quite old. I was old. about to say, I don't he's, know if he's still alive. He is he's still, still alive. alive, but he's very old. And I'm not sure he can actually act, but that doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, we'll cast him anyway. Does um, that mean that he also has to be part cartoon? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, that's the thing. We need to make sure that it's just not clear what he started off as. Did he start off as human? Who knows? Did he start off as a cartoon character? Mm-hmm. Did he start off as a puppet? It's just completely... Un- I don't know how we're possibly going to make this film. I don't know how we could possibly make that character. Because you're dealing with like a physical human who's obviously three-dimensional, a puppet who is also three-dimensional, but then also cell-drawn animation, which yeah. is two-dimensional. Where does the like transition point happen? How does that work? No idea. Okay. That's for the production department to figure out. <laughs> we're just the ideas people. <laughs> All right. I love this. All right, so we just need the last thing, which is the name of this film. The name of the uh, film. So we're dealing with mystery. We're dealing with warfare. Um, we're dealing with um, a triumvirate. No, a like. Yeah, it's well. There's four companies. Yeah, so. it's a triumvirate of detectives and a quadrumvirate <laughs> of corporations, which is also just a monumvirate. Sure. Uh, you you know you know Sure. Uh, whatever. Um. Uh, yeah, I dealing with know. a Caribbean setting as well. Caribbean setting, island paradise. Idyllic. Um, we're dealing with a a substance that's used to create puppets as well. So a, a rare substance. Um, 
which you called Valorium. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the substance also has to be like if you create um, like a polymer sheet and you draw something on it, then it also potentially yeah, yeah. brings life to those things oh, as yeah, well. Good idea. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's it's you know universally somewhat magical substance. Yeah. Uh, so what are the, what's the name of the film that we're basing it off? It's the uh, the Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders is a little bit sort of convoluted. Uh, the Puppums do the Odyssey. Are yep. we having a well, let's um, well let's a, a very Puppum's Odyssey. Sorry, I apologise. I for don't that. think so because we're doing a, like animation as well. It really puts yeah. too much emphasis on the puppets. Um, but I think we need to look at our original inspiration, which is the war films, the Saving Private Ryan's, the yeah. Black Hawk Downs, there's the a th- a three, Jarheads. Three sort of um, the Hurt Locker. Yep. Black Hawk Down. Yep. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. The so the three word kind of title. Time. Yeah, it's got to be a three barreled. Um, and Shock. again, that sort of like again relates back to the three people, the three yep. main characters yep. uh, in the film. And I just so I I already thought like island hopping something. Oh, island hopping mad. Ooh, uh, that's, that's interesting. That's not bad. But it kind of needs a rabbit then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, we can George maybe. Clooney can voice a, a rabbit type island hopping mad. It, it it puts a bit too much focus on the. If it's a rabbit, that that character, and I, I don't yeah. really think that's no, necessary. We need island hopping, but then the last word needs to be more battley, like more war, more. I was, I mean, I was just going for hopping mad and island hopping and merging those two phrases in together. Okay, um, I'm not sure I like hopping. To be honest, I like islands. Definitely island. Yep. Island time. Being on islands time. <laughs> have you heard that? The bad case of the Mondays. Bad- <laughs> <laughs> the no, case. Jim Davis will sue us. Case. I want the case in there. Like, can we have case? The case, yep. Um, um, yeah. I mean, Island... Uh, so, I mean, again, we did Girl Stop, Cold Stop yep. when we just said three words that sort of yep. had, had something to do with yep. the film. Is that... Because it's Island, it's Mystery. Yep. And what's the third... Battle. Like, is it Battle or is it like a coming together of like... Clash. Or, I mean, I mean Unity. Like, is it more of a, a bond... Okay, yeah. Island bonding? <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I like the idea of well, as well. Like our main villain is like a combination of all three uh, types of figures or types of characters. Yeah, so maybe it's like felt, skin, and ink. Oh, I like that. Um, all right, so we're going to do a thing we haven't done in a long while. Okay. We did it for steel chalk. Yep. I really like the word island. The yes. word island has to be in there. Yep. And it has to be a three-barreled name. Yep. Um. So we need to say, like, I say a word that is something. Yep. You say a word that has another thing with the film, and, and then, then we just the, whack Island in the middle or on the end of the or at the beginning. Yep. So I reckon we go with one thing that is battle or an espionage kind of word. Yep. And we go with another word that is I don't know what's what's the other one you reckon? Um, I think it needs to be mystery. Yeah, some sort of mysterious case sort of thing. Yep. And then the last one's Island. Yep. Or which one do you want to do? I'll do. Battle. Okay, and I'll do mystery. Yep. All right, here we go. Um, three, two, one. Justice. Blood Justice Island. Yes, it's all like calling it like Justice Island because it like sounds like it was originally called Justice true, Island. True, true. So like Island, Island Justice, Justice Blood. Blood. Island Bloody Justice. I, oh, I like Bloody Justice. Bloody Justice. Yeah. Bloody Justice has got like a really good sort of... Um, 
It's very dark. Yeah. And very grim. Very, very grim. Island Bloody Justice. Island Bloody Justice. Absolutely. And I like the idea that the blood... We can have posters and trailers of the blood. The blood's different for all those characters as well. So for humans, it's red blood. For yeah. puppets, it's felt. Stuffing, for yeah. um, cartoon characters, it's ink and paint. Yeah. That's not actually quite like cartoon characters bleeding black yeah. pigment. Yeah, ink, yeah. Ink blood. And the thing, like, the imagine the posters, right? Like, on the beach, at the sa- the sand, these three different types of blood, like, mingling with each other as it's been spilt from uh, various corpses. Yeah. Great. Gritty, realistic, um, and uh, <laughs> intense. One third cartoon characters, one third puppets. <laughs> Indeed. One third humans. All right. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Island Bloody Justice. Island Bloody Justice. See it soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Housekeeping, as per usual. We are online at moviefilmstudios.net where you can find all of our previous episodes, some bios of us, and, of course, Mufwizawidada, which is a lovely old database of every single film that we've released on this podcast. Um, Search Facebook for Movie Film Studios and join the group that we have there and the community where Isaac posts enigmatic emoji clues as to the trailers that we have watched in the upcoming episode. As well as that, we've added uh, translation clues as well. Yeah, Google Translate. Uh, Let's see what happens when I try and put Bohemian Rhapsody (laughs) into Swahili. (laughs) Who knows? Last week I had a lot of fun because it was The Predator. Yes. And pretty much like every language I put The Predator in, just Predatoro. I'm like, oh, that's really easy. Um, I put it into, I think, Norwegian and back again and it came back as Hunter. And I'm like, that's what I want. Great. I want it where you can put it in and it's not actually going to give you the same word yeah, back out something again. Something ambiguous when it returns. Yeah. Um, we are also on iTunes and Podbean and any other place that you get podcasts. Uh, give us a rating on there as well. It really does help us no matter what you rate us. But we would prefer fives. Five, fives is good. Six, uh, six if you can manage six it. Six is even better, yeah. Um, we also prefer fives if it's out of 10 stars. It's really... It's, it's a bit weird, yeah. yeah. I think Metacritic's out of 100. And we, we still want five. We want the fives. <laughs> right. And I think that is it. Uh, all that remains is to thank you all again for listening this week. I've been Isaac. And I've been AJ. Roll credits. Roll credits.